0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts, Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: So tonight, an arrest in the shooting of Commander's rookie Brian Robinson and a warning from the police chief. I'm Dick On Other news? Caught on video, the frightening end to a high-speed chase in Fairfax County
2: last month.
3: Get down, he's got a gun.
2: I'm Mike Marilla. The Fed raised interest rates again today to try to fight inflation,
4: but that's not what spooked
2: Wall Street. We'll talk. It's 11 o'clock. <laughs>
3: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Clear.
4: I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Speaking to a crowd of supporters in Washington, D.C., President Biden warns of the risks to democracy posed by those who would refuse to accept election results. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The
1: president says candidates who come from the extreme MAGA wing of the GOP have refused to commit to accepting the results. This is a path to chaos in America. From D.C.'s Union Station, Mr. Biden said this year, democracy itself is on the ballot. We've never given up on the American experiment, and we can't do that now. In a statement, the Republican National Committee said the president is demonizing and smearing Americans rather than uniting them. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington.
4: North Korea fires a suspected intercontinental ballistic missile alongside two other shorter-range missiles as it continues weapons tests. North Korea expert Ralph Casa says launching an ICBM is a significant show of force. This
2: isn't a crisis, quote unquote. Nobody has died. No one's been killed. Uh, But it is, you know, an increase in rhetoric and it is, uh, more importantly, an increased demonstration of North Korean capabilities.
4: Yesterday, North Korea fired more than 20 missiles. It's the most ever fired in a single day. Calls for help from students and teachers trapped inside of Robb Elementary in Uvalde, Texas, have been released. This as families of some of the children who were killed gathered at a memorial demanding tougher gun laws. CBS's Omar Franco reports from Uvalde.
3: Desperate calls
2: are made from inside the school including one from 10-year-old Chloe Torres,
3: begging for help from officers standing on the other side of the wall. She survived the attack. Can come to my
4: room? i already told
0: them to go to the room. We're trying to get someone to you.
4: Nineteen students and two teachers died during the attack. The central bank lifts short-term interest rates by three-quarters of a percentage point for the fourth straight time as the Fed attempts to cool off inflation. More from CBS's Jason Brooks. Fed
1: Chair Jerome Powell told the press conference that the Fed may have to move rates even higher than it expected in September due to recent inflation readings. But he acknowledged that higher rates have slowed down consumer spending and that the central bank may start to moderate the pace of rate hikes at its next meeting in December.
4: Before he was formally sentenced to life in prison without parole, Nicholas Cruz heard more statements from relatives of those killed in the Parkland school shooting and those who were injured that day, like Samantha Fuentes. Without your stupid gun, you are nothing. My name is Sam Fuentes, and you will not forget me. I'll never forgive or forget what you've done. And to say I won't be angry for the rest of my life would be a lie. This is CBS News.
3: Brought to you by CLEAR, a faster, easier way through airport security. Try today for two months free by visiting clearme.com slash CBS22 or use code CBS22. It's 1103
0: on Wednesday night, November 2nd, 2022. 59 degrees, low 50s overnight for lows. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. We begin with several stories tied to the Washington Commanders, and the very newest is this. Media entrepreneur Byron Allen is reportedly preparing to bid to buy the Commanders. That's what people familiar with the matter tell Bloomberg tonight. If Allen succeeds, he would be the first black majority owner of an NFL team. This story comes on the heels of another announcement earlier in the day.
3: Responding to an article on Forbes.com, Washington Commander's co-owners Dan and Tanya Snyder released a statement announcing that they have hired Bank of America Securities to consider potential transactions, which could range from adding minority shareholders to selling the franchise worth $5.6 billion. Snyder purchased a majority stake in the team from the estate of Jack Kent Cook in 1999. He says in the statement he remains committed to the team. Dave Preston, WTOP News.
0: New this evening, the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of Virginia has launched a criminal investigation into the commander's business dealings. That is according to two sources familiar with the matter who spoke to ESPN. The sources said the investigation was triggered by a letter sent by the House Oversight Committee to the Federal Trade Commission and to several attorneys general. That letter accused the team of deceptive business practices, This federal criminal probe is on top of investigations opened by the Virginia and Washington, D.C. Attorneys General. In a statement, a representative from the team said the accusations are simply untrue. Meantime, D.C. police have arrested a teenager for the August shooting of rookie running back Brian Robinson. As WTOP's Dick Juliano tells us, police are still looking for two other people. D.C.
1: Police Chief Robert Conti says a 17-year-old boy has been taken into custody in Northeast.
2: This is yet another case of a juvenile with an illegal gun.
1: Chief Conti says community tips led to the arrest, and he wants more help from the community. There are still two other people that were involved in this case that need to be brought to justice. The chief spoke out about several recent cases of shootings by kids, urging greater accountability for the shooters and imploring families to do their part to stem the gun violence. And we continue to see this. Over and over and over again across our city. On 8th Street Northeast, Dick Ulliano, WTOP News.
0: 11.05, newly released footage is painting a clearer picture of the chaos that ensued after a Northern Virginia cart crate, a car chase rather, ended with a man on the run getting out of a crashed car and opening fire. A warning this report contains the sound of sirens and car horns.
1: It was October the 6th when Ricardo Singleton led police in Arlington on a chase that ended in Fairfax County.
4: Graham
1: and Release now is sound and video from Arlington and Fairfax County Police that night.
4: High speed, Chase. Look at that.
1: Also, a woman driving nearby captured video of Singleton getting out of his wrecked car and opening fire on Graham Road. He's
3: got a gun. Get down. Singleton
1: faces many charges. Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis says the videos show his officers showed poise with only one officer returning fire. For
5: them to
2: have that, that amount of grace under pressure, knowing that one of their colleagues was just fired on.
1: No one including Singleton was hurt. <laughs>
2: Mike
3: Marillo WTOP News.
0: And you can see the newly released videos at wtop.com. Coming up, the Fed raised rates today for the sixth time this year and the uh, the Wall Street uh, indexes fell today. All the the change in the uh, the rates was made in an effort to tamp down inflation. We will take a deep dive into what's happening after traffic and weather. It's 11:07. At Amentum, we are fiercely committed to making the world safer, smarter, and cleaner for all. We do this by accelerating solutions in intelligence analysis, environmental services, clean energy, health systems, C5ISR engineering, and unmanned autonomous systems. Amentum applies proven expertise in enabling technologies and people to accelerate response to the unexpected, prepare for the future, and surpass expectations. Discover more about our innovative solutions and connect with us at Amentum.com.
2: i
5: For kids.org. Your car running or not could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. Donate your
2: car
0: today. Now accepting donations
2: of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate.
0: 1108. Slow or clogged drains? Call
1: Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today.
0: Traffic and weather on the 8th, Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, starting to get
1: pretty busy on the Beltway. First, in Maryland, on the outer loop between Route 4, Pennsylvania Avenue, and Ritchie Marlboro Road, now down to a single right lane through the works, and by the time you're crossing over Ritchie Marlboro Road, you are down to a single right lane, and it's starting to load up there as a result. On the inner loop of the Beltway, beginning in Montgomery County, between Connecticut Avenue and George Avenue, two right lanes get you by the work. Then as you approach and pass exit 20, the exit for 450 Annapolis Road, Should be down to two left lanes past that work zone. Leaving Maryland, headed into Virginia on the Attaloupe just south of River Road and extending across the American Legion Bridge through the uh, bridge for Georgetown Pike. Now down to a single left lane to that work zone. That is loading up as well. And then on the Attaloupe staging now between 123 and I-66, you'll eventually be down to one single lane to the right to that work zone. And keep in mind, the exit ramp to go west on 66 already closed. This part of that work zone, you're diverted further south to Route 50. Now, if you're traveling southbound on 95 near the Baltimore Bellway, exit 49. Two left lanes past the work zone. Baltimore-Washington Parkway, southbound near I-195. Single left lane gets you by there. 270 south near 85, Bucky's Town Pike. Single file left past the work in that stretch. In Virginia, 395 northbound. As you approach Glebe Road, a truck that was hauling a U-Haul trailer lost the trailer. So for now, they've got the right lane blocked, waiting on some assistance there. Then further north, as you approach Washington Boulevard, the right lane and the off-ramp, which would normally take you to the Pentagon, blocked as part of that work zone. Uh, 66 eastbound between Nutley Street and the Bellway, just about done setting that one up. Should be down to a single left lane when that's completely staged. Rich Hunter, WTOB Traffic.
0: Storm Team 4 is Amelia Draper. This
4: November looking to start as one of the warmest ever on record with high temperatures tomorrow around 70, low to mid 70s on Friday,
0: and upper 70s on Saturday. Now, tonight, plenty of clouds with some widely scattered showers and lows in the upper 40s to mid 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 58 in DuPont Circle, now 49 in Germantown, 51 in Annandale. Look for lows tonight in the low 50s. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 10, I'm sorry, 1110. Stocks tumbled this afternoon when Fed, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said inflation was still too high. Today's interest rate hike was three quarters of a percent, and Powell indicates the central bank will be hiking rates again in the near future. The Nasdaq fell almost three and a half percent. The S&P dropped two and a half percent. The Dow was down one and a half percent. Bankrate Senior Economic Analyst and Washington Bureau Chief Mark Hamrick was at the Fed Chair's news conference and joined our Sean and Hillary earlier to give us a read on all of this.
3: That's quite uh, stunning as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I've been going to these news conferences since they began in 2011. And Chairman Powell was, of course, Trying to deliver home the message that the fight against inflation is paramount. And they did signal during the meeting that the Fed could be prepared to slow the magnitude of rate increases as soon as the next meeting, which is before Christmas, but he didn't want to necessarily promise that. And he also then answered a question from Chris Rugaber of Associated Press. He does a great job covering the Fed, uh, where Chris said, you know, the stock market is rallying essentially. How do you feel about that? And the chairman said it's premature to talk about a pause in interest rates. And that is really what caused <laughs> this real uh, reversal in stock prices. And I think, you know, it's a delicate balance that he and his colleagues are trying to walk in the sense of they can't appear to be behind in the inflation fight, but they also don't want to be at war with financial markets.
0: Well, that's a tough one to come out on top on, Mark. I mean, I mean, people are really concerned about a recession, of course, and um, that's why people are hoping, including, I suppose, the Fed share, that eventually interest rates can come down.
3: Eventually, but I think we're a long way away from that because, as he said today, uh, inflation has been more persistent than even he expected, and he's really talking about this year, and even said that we're continuing to see inflation in services, having seen a shift in spending from goods to services. So one question that really was the the wrapper of the news conference was along the lines of, do you see a path toward avoiding a hard landing, which is uh, diplomatic speak for a recession? And he basically said very that he thinks that path is becoming more and more narrow, that that window is closing. But I would hasten to add, and we've probably said this before, that the next recession need not be nearly as severe as the previous two, which were pretty darn severe. But he's basically trying to prepare people for the likelihood that the job market will worsen and that we could have some rough sledding in 2023.
0: That is Bankrate senior economic analyst and Washington bureau chief Mark Hamrick. He joined us on Skype. Coming up on WTOP, a sudden change in the fifth inning at Game Four of the World Series, eleven thirteen. sports at 15 and 45 powered by red river technology decisions aren't black and white think red now rob woodfork
5: all right michelle we uh may be in for history in game four of the world series in philadelphia there has only been one no hitter in world series history all the way back in 1956 and right now houston is working one they lead in philadelphia 5-2, 5-2, we're in the top of the ninth inning of a game that uh, was saw all the scoring happen in the fifth inning as uh, Houston would erupt uh, for that big frame at the expense uh, largely of Aaron Nola. But uh, the uh, man of the hour, Christian Javier, uh, tossing nine strikeouts in six hitless innings. The only reason it's not a perfect game is because he walked to uh, the bullpen holding things up. And uh, right now, on the verge of uh, evening this series up at uh, two games apiece. The Wizards uh, earlier in Philadelphia uh, putting a damper on uh, things in Philly by beating the Sixers 121 to 111. It's their third win in the last four meetings uh, with Philadelphia. And Wes Unsel Jr. was happy to see a good team win and his overall three game slide. I think we were aggressive, just so I have 70 points in the paint. So it, it, those are high-efficiency looks. That allows you to kind of stem the tide. It's tough, but we know that they're going to shoot a ton of threes. And, and, you know, have to be mindful of it. The fourth quarter, I think, was good and solid. You know, they had a big third quarter, scored 39 points, played with a level of ease and comfort, and we finally got our defense back in the, into the game in the fourth. And you heard him mention the threes. The Wizards made five in this game. The Sixers made 19. So this is the first time in NBA history out of 28 games that count – the Wizards won. They're the first team to win with that kind of three-point shooting disadvantage. The uh, Washington Commanders, the big news of the day, the potential sale. Uh, Dan and Tanya Snyder exploring potential transactions involving the team that they've owned since 1999. And on the field, uh, oh, by the way, Chase Young, with a brace on that surgically repaired right knee, participated in practice for the first time in nearly a year. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports.
0: The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. As you just heard from Rob, the Washington commanders say team owners Dan and Tanya Snyder have hired Bank of America to consider transactions, and those transactions may include a sale of the team. And tonight, Bloomberg is reporting that media tycoon Byron Allen is getting ready to bid for the team. Meantime, ESPN is reporting federal prosecutors in Virginia have opened a criminal investigation into the team's finances. Also, a 17-year-old is under arrest for the August shooting of Commander's running back, Brian Robinson Jr. Six days before the midterm elections, President Biden tonight imploring voters to save American democracy from the election denying lies of supporters of former President Trump and the violence that he says they've inspired. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy responding by accusing the president of trying to divide and deflect because he can't talk about his policies that McCarthy says have driven up the cost of living. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to the Traffic Center and Rich Hunter.
1: All right, a busy night again. If you're traveling on 66 westbound between the Fairfax County Park and Route 28 Centerville, single file left get you by the work zone, ramp to go north on 28 toward Dulles Airport is open. A ramp to go south uh, toward Manassas and Manassas Park. That's exit 53A. That is closed by the work zone. Now eastbound on 66 between 28 and Centerville and the Fairfax County Parkway. Single file right past the work zone. The off-ramp to go north on 28, exit 53, closed again tonight. And then both ramps to the Fairfax County Parkway exits 55A and B to go north or south on Fairfax County Parkway. Those exits are now closed as part of that work. Eastbound between Nutley Street and the Beltway, single left lane gets you by. And if you're eastbound headed toward Roslyn, inside the Roslyn Tunnel, you're down to a single right lane to work there. Uh, so heads up for delays. Now on the outer loop of the Beltway, the work begin taper begins just after 123 and extends through the interchange at I-66. You get by a single file to the right, but keep in mind, the exit ramp to go west on 66, exit 49 closed. You're diverted further south to work your way back. Uh, so just be aware of all the posted detour signs. In the district, northbound on DC 295, as you head north passing Eastern Avenue toward US 50 in Prince George's County, works on blocks the left lane of 3. DC 295 south near Pennsylvania Avenue, and again near Suitland Parkway, should be down to a single lane in each of those work zones, and it is slow getting past both. Rich Hunter, WTB Traffic.
0: Storm Team Force, Amelia Draper. Low temperatures tonight in the upper 40s to mid-50s with plenty of clouds and some scattered showers possible. Clouds give way to sunshine tomorrow morning and a beautiful Thursday afternoon with highs in the upper 60s to near 70. Partly sunny on Friday and warmer with highs in the low to mid-70s. Upper 70s on Saturday with plenty of clouds. The chance for some rain on Sunday. Otherwise, highs... In the 70s once again. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 58 at Reagan National, 52 at BWI Marshall, and 51 at Dulles Lowe's in the low 50s tonight. Brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP, we'll tell you about an election-related lawsuit filed in Loudoun County, 1121. Here's Nitesh Manikov, the Chief Data Officer for the FAA,
4: on the discussion how the FAA is transforming into a data-centric enterprise, sponsored by Noblis.
0: There's a lot of things which we have been doing to prepare for the digital infrastructure to support an NAS and database decision-making efforts for all aspects of FAA. So that's where we are. We are leveraging tools and technology across the spectrum within the agency, uh, trying to reduce duplication.
4: Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Noblis.
3: Tackling national challenges that continue to rise and change rapidly can be difficult. Noblis can help. Noblis brings together the best of science, technology, and engineering to solve complex challenges, like improving transportation and infrastructure systems, countering threats from weapons of mass destruction, and enhancing the operability of naval surface ships. For 25 years, Noblis has been an innovator with the federal government, investing in advanced R&D, enriching lives, and making our nation safer. Noblis, for the best of reasons. Visit noblis.org to learn more.
0: 1122.
2: No one knows where this market will go. Things could change tomorrow, next week, or next month. At Merrill, we've been here before. And history shows this is the time to stay focused on your future. Because through every market, the bull will always have your back. Find an advisor in Washington, D.C. at ml.com slash bullish.
0: Merrill, a Bank of America company. What would you like the power to do?
2: Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner & Smith, Incorporated, registered broker-dealer, registered investment advisor. Member SIPC, a wholly owned subsidiary of Bank of America Corporation.
0: Did you know you can return your mail-in ballot at any official Montgomery County Board of Elections ballot drop box? For drop box locations, text the word box plus your zip code to 77788. That's box and your zip code to 77788. Make sure you don't forget to sign the oath on the return envelope or the ballot will not count. Voted ballots must be deposited by 8 p.m. on Election Day, Tuesday, November 8.
3: You're listening to WTOP News. 1123.
0: A lawsuit filed yesterday aims to force Loudoun County not to use any electronic voting equipment in next week's election and instead use paper ballots that will be counted by hand. The suit, filed by two county residents who support former President Trump, claims the voting machines used in the 2020 and 2021 general elections were made by Chinese manufacturers, which tend to build in backdoors allowing manipulation of votes. In response, the Loudoun County Democratic Committee says the lawsuit doesn't offer any Any evidence of wrongdoing? Chair Lissa Savaglio says it seems a fantasy that any court would grant their request to bar state certified electronic election machines and require solely hand counted paper ballots less than a week before an election. You'll soon have a new way to get to and from Dulles Airport when Metro's Silver Line extension opens all the way to Ashburn in just under two weeks. WTOP's John Doman took a ride on the new extension today and he was struck by all the commuting opportunities that are opening up.
2: As we came down the escalator to the platform of the Ashburn Station here at the future end of the line, Metro GM Randy Clark made sure to greet the managers also prepping for the opening. Wanted to say hi. How are you doing? Are you excited? Silver line coming? Yes. yes. Step back. Doors closing. Soon we were on a 7,000 series train headed to the airport just a few minutes away. But while getting to the airport from downtown in an hour may be the main draw here. Someone out in this corridor that wants to go to a game. Is equally as important as someone commuting in the morning. All the growth around here will demand it. It's robust, and I think all these different travel patterns are going to emerge post pandemic, and we are going to be a stronger region with this connectivity. On the Silver Line in Ashburn, train to party. John Dome and WTOP
0: News. Electric bikes and scooters are pretty much everywhere now. And now we're getting a warning from Montgomery County's fire department about a fire hazard when you charge them. A fire that broke out Friday on the 14th floor of a high-rise apartment building in downtown Silver Spring was found to be caused by an e-scooter battery that malfunctioned while charging. Three people were hurt in the fire. The owner of the e-scooter suffered burns while trying to get that burning scooter out of his apartment. Bottom line, you should not leave a scooter or e-bike unattended when it's charging. F- authorities also say you should charge one battery at a time. Store electric bikes and scooters and their batteries away from exit doors and anything that could become hot or catch fire. 1125 Money News at 25 and 55. Jeff Claybaugh.
3: The Dow tumbled 505 points in Wednesday's session. The Fed's latest rate hike takes its benchmark rate To the highest since 2008, Open Door, the company that pays cash for houses and tries to flip them for a profit, just cut 20% of its workforce on losses. The D.C. Metro's unemployment rate fell to a new pandemic low, 3.1% in September. A year ago, it was 5.3%. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News.
0: Asian stocks are down in early trading and still ahead on WTOP. We continue to follow several major stories tied to the Washington Commanders tonight. There are signs that uh, the team may go up for sale, that that may be a consideration by Dan Snyder and his wife, the team's owners. And there's word, a report out there that uh, a major uh, uh, offer for the team may be in the works. We'll fill you in. It's 1127. The it's
3: always the right time deal.
4: Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now.
3: <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet.
4: If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that.
3: There's a deal for every lunch
1: hour.